Hi listeners, Jim here. On July 18th, 2019, an arsonist started a fire at Kyoto Animation. The resulting fire led to the deaths of at least 34 people. Kyoto Animation was known throughout the anime industry for its hiring of young women and fair pay for its workers. As citizens of the United States, we sympathize and never get used to the horror and sadness of mass killings. Sentai Filmworks has created a GoFundMe called Help Kyoani Heal. It raised a million dollars in hours and is currently close to $2 million. This money will be donated to those affected by the fire. In honor of Kyoani, Frank and I will be reviewing the 2018 Netflix release of Violet Evergarden in two weeks. We ask you to watch this beautiful anime with us. Be kind and support each other in the name of human kindness and love of anime. And now, a moment of silence for those who lost their lives. Welcome. This is New Taku, where we talk things anime and manga. We are not experts or gatekeepers. We are just fans trying to share our love with you. Feel free to interact with us on Instagram and Twitter at NewTakuCast or email us questions at NewTaku2019 at gmail.com. Listen to us on Podbean, Apple and Google Podcasts, Stitcher and Spotify. And please subscribe and share. I am Jim. I'm Frank. How about your week, Frank? My week was uh, hot. Hot, a lot of work. I uh, watched the new Veronica Mars. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, I won't be watching that. No, not a fan? No, Wifey will be, but I won't it's be. Okay. It's okay. It's not for everyone. But that was about it. Pretty standard. A lot yeah, of work. How about you? It's fucking hot, man. Yeah. <laughs> Philadelphia's in the middle of the... Well, it's about to end, but we had a heat wave where we had three straight days of 100 degrees. Right? Yeah. And the real feel was like... 120? Think, yeah. Ridiculous. It was the worst. I mean, the bar was busy, so that's a good thing. People like to drink and stay in air conditioning. It isn't theirs. It's not bad. Yeah. Good for business then. Yes. <laughs> it was too damn hot. I think it was a code red, which I never heard before, but it was like that. Yeah, means code like, red means it's like code blue, but for heat. So it just means you stay inside if you can. It's and like for, keep out for old people for and children and homeless people. Homeless people. Yeah. It's like they're in danger. I kind of wish that there was a code red all the time for homeless people, but we only open, open shelters when it's uncomfortable for them. Yeah, that's not good. No, not no, cool. Not, not cool. Not, not cool. And yeah, they, they need to be cool. <laughs> they do need to be they cool. They need to be cool. Literally. Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, what else do I have going on? That's about it. It's been sweaty as fuck. Yeah, it's been, it's not been fun. Mm-hmm. I don't even like it. I feel like the brain or the heat is just shuts down my brain. I was like talking to a, like a clerk. It was at CVS and they had asked me a question and I was just like, they were like, oh, how you doing? And I said, yes. I was like, yes. And <laughs> I get that at the bar all the time. <laughs> hey, how you doing today? Uh, yeah, I'll have. And you just look at them. Yeah, like, you're like, like, it's Come. good to see that you're not listening. Yeah. Now my my brain just shut down. So this will be a fun episode. It's not too hot in my apartment. No, it's nice. It's comfortable. Okay. It's uh, I'm glad. Uh, balmy seventy degrees in here. It is. Yes. I think it is. Yeah, seventy. Yeah. Okay. I have two cats, mm-hmm. and my cats. Is this just cats or is this dogs too? Refuse to go in the air conditioning. Like, they sit in the hottest room in the house and just lounge around on their backs, rolling around on the floor. See, I don't... When I had cats, I think that they love the air conditioning. That might just be your cats. Yeah, they're both assholes. So, like, I try to force them to come downstairs, Mm. and they're just not doing it. You would think it would be the opposite, because they have all that fur. I know. I mean, I don't have any fur, and I'm sweating my ass off. I'm very hairy, and I sweat all the time. I'm sure. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right, real quick, we'll touch on... uh, all those Marvel announcements, huh? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Uh, I don't care about any of them. You don't care I don't about give any a fucking now. shit. <laughs> they announced like 20 movies, like seven of them are in, 20, are in 2020 or some shit. Yeah, and I was just lot. like, yeah. You're not excited for Shang-Chi? I don't even know what Kung that is. Kung Fu? No, what is that? Shang-Chi, he was a character that popped up, I think his first appearance is in the 70s. He was master of Kung Fu because at that time, Kung I know Fu, you're talking about now. Kung Fu was really big and in particular... Bruce Lee was very big. Yes. yes. Bruce, so he's inspired by Bruce Lee and... Um, what I remember is him being like a ripoff of Bruce Lee. Oh, yeah. yeah. They they had some like legal uh, problems with him, that character in particular. I think with 
Bruce Lee, um, or at least the people that represent him. So they kind of cooled down on him, and now they're really starting to scrape, I feel like, almost the bottom of the barrel when yeah. it comes to characters. Because, yeah, Shang-Chi, no, no idea. Most Frank, people don't. Don't follow the finger, or you miss all the heavenly glory. That's my Bruce Lee. That's your impression? Wow. You guys can tell me whether or not that was racist. I don't think it was. I think it was I don't think it was. I feel like I was just instantly transported. Enter, Enter the Dragon. Fantastic <laughs> fucking film. I recommend it, by the way. Oh, did you watch... Um, uh, Trading Places. I demanded that you watch Trading Places. No, nah, I didn't watch it yet. Okay, talk about racist. That gets a little racist. Yeah. Is it I'm like going to need you to watch that. Breakfast at Tiffany's racist? No, it's Stan Aykroyd in blackface. Oh, wow. So, okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yes, oh, wow. She's impersonating a Jamaican. Oh. And it's like, looks like she polishes terrible. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, let's get away from that topic because we don't really want to talk about that because racism sucks. Racism does suck. Yeah. I can confirm that. So we're here this week to talk about summer 2019 shows and our first impressions of those shows Mm -hmm. yeah let me ask you real quick it's not on my script but uh what shows that we vote down from our 10 are you keeping up on uh i am keeping up on let's say let's say which ones are you actually enjoying that we're not watching that we're not watching Hmm, wow so Probably none of them, but I'm yeah. only really watching the accelerator, which I, f- I forget the name of already. Cause uh, there's only a two scientific accelerator and are you lost? Are you lost is great. Yeah. I still love are you lost. Eh. Those are the only two. Dr. But Stone are- almost lost me. Like it's Do- just like, see Dr. Stone. I think I might be out on. Yeah. I don't like, I don't particularly like it. It's like when we, we get to a point where we're watching as many shows as we are. And so like the stuff that I watch on my own has to really be right. grab me. Yeah. Otherwise I'm like, eh, if it's a mediocre show, eh, cause there's a few that we're watching that I'm just like that. So it's like, yeah. you know what I mean? A scientific accelerator. I, I watched that last night and I'm just like, it's done by JC staff and yeah. you could tell. Yeah. You're like, wait, this is episode two and it already looks like shit. Yeah. It's not, it's yeah. not fun. Um, I mean, but if you're enjoying it, go right ahead. I'm going to keep watching it. A lot of it for me though, is like, say I'll replace them and then watch some older stuff. Right. Is the big thing. Like I'm catching up on shield hero. I'm almost, I'm almost done that. There's like a couple that I'm thinking about watching, but it's always, you know, it's a time thing. Yeah. Got a bunch of other stuff going on. So yeah, it's, it's like, I got all that wrestling to watch too. I tried yeah. watching some of that. I fell asleep, <laughs> but, uh, I got I got like a hundred comics to to read every week. So. I don't. I'm still trying to finish off Monster, the manga. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I have Die for you. Remember? Oh uh, right. Was, yes. Yeah. Okay, Check yeah. it out. There's yes. a quick recommendation for the listeners if if you're into fantasy, D and D, and comics. Die by Karen Gillan. I like all those. And how can I have time when I have to play my D and D phone game that I picked up last week? That yeah, you're still, reminds you're still addicted. That, yeah, reminds. I'm not even addicted. I'm just like, all right, let me go on there and open this chest and do the same fucking mission I've been doing over and over again just to get <laughs> get coins so I can get this armor upgraded. It's not good. It sounds like something an addict would say. Hey, you know what? You're right here. I'm doing it right now <laughs> on the air no you're not fucking deleted <laughs> fuck it no all your characters Look, and stuff don't do it gone wow. never want to play that game again wow i did it you yeah, did. actually did it i See? watched him do it you didn't do it i did it you did it well yeah no. i watched this is my meeting it. Okay, no. <laughs> this is your intervention all right let's get on track what okay. the fuck are we all talking right, about? All right, all right. okay these are the shows we're gonna cut co- we are covering uh these are all eligible for best of summer 2019 mm-hmm. awards and the winners of Summer 2019 qualifies for Best of 2019 awards, obviously, in our opinion. Right. Our opinion may differ from others. So I'm going to go through this list. I'm going to read off some background, and uh, we're going to give our, our uh, opinions on it. Cool. And we're going to do it alphabetically. Last year, we didn't do it alphabetically. We're going to do it alphabetically this year. Because or last of, year, last because month. Because of OCD. What? Because of OCD. No, no, I just think it's easier and it less flows better. Yeah, it just flows better. Okay. And also it's, there's no bias. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. I'm not like, talk about these shows. They're great. And then all of a sudden like, I guess we got to talk about this. Yeah. You're like, I guess we got to talk about the best shows to the not so best shows. All right. right. Let's start off with Astra Lost in Space or Kanata no Astra in Japanese streaming on Hulu. 12 episodes. The studio is Lurch. Or Lurchy. I'm not sure how to pronounce that. Yeah, class, they did Classroom of the Elite. The source is a manga. Synopsis by Batoto. These are my favorite. Yeah, they're great. The year is 2061 when space travel is now possible and commercially viable. And the students of Caird High School embark on their planet camp. But soon, 
after Group B-5 arrived at their planetary campsite, a mysterious and unforeseen sentient light sphere wraps its nine members. No, that's warps. <laughs> I spelled that wrong. Warps its nine members into outer space, stranding them 5,012 light years from their home planet. With the discovery of an old unmanned spaceship nearby, the students must stay strong, live strong. <laughs> manage their limited resources and remain united in the darkness of space so that all of them can survive their long and likely perilous trek back home aboard the Astra. Frank, what'd you think? Uh, I've really been enjoying this show. You know, I had said last episode, I believe that um, it's use of widescreens gives it a very cinematic feel. So it makes it so that every episode kind of feels like an event kind of feels like, you know, you're watching something special um, and you know, it does a good job of balancing the dramatic with the, with humor. So it is actually a pretty funny show. Um, that being said, some of the characters are like, at least as of now, we're only, I think three episodes, three, three episodes, episodes, I believe. Um, there's, yeah, there's a large enough cast where some of the characters are like almost non-existent. Mm-hmm. Like they have not said there's one in particular. I don't even know her name. I tried to look it up. I couldn't find Yun-fa-lu. it. Yeah, she has said maybe three lines. Um, I think she's going to be a big... Do you watch the last episode? Yeah, I did watch it. Oh. There. Are you familiar with the old TV show, Lost in Space? Yeah. Okay. Semi, anyway. Yeah. I know of its existence, and I've seen... So, in the story from Lost in Space, there's a spy on board, a corporate spy on board, Dr. Smith. Mm-hmm. And he blows up... Well, he damages the ship, and that's why they're lost, and they can't get back. I have some feeling oh. she, she might be our Dr. Smith. I mean, that's my, that, I have that's no idea. Theory. I've never read the manga. My theory is that she might be Dr. Smith. It would make sense because she's been right. quiet. She's been hiding. She's been apologizing nonstop. The third episode is there's, you know, there's somebody aboard that's doing wrong stuff. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah, we get a little subterfuge yes. storyline. Uh, but yeah, I like it. They introduced like all, so far they visited one planet, and but the planet has been, was unique with its, uh, you know, fauna. The, yeah, the bouncy trees yeah. and the uh, umbrella or yeah. the uh, parachute berries and stuff. Yeah, it was cool. So I've been enjoying it so far. I don't really have too many complaints beyond the fact that I feel like some of the characters are a little uneven right yeah. now. I, I'm hoping they get around to them. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling that she's going to be a big deal. Yeah. Just for that, the fact that she's not doing anything. Would make sense. Then yeah. they're going to toss her in there. We'll get to another character that isn't doing anything that I think is going to be a big deal later on. What do you think of the show, Jim? It's great. Uh, the animation's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, once again, I... I said it uh, last week when we were picking shows. It's a little booby. Yeah. Especially uh, Yoon Fa Lu. Like, she doesn't say anything, and she's got this t- skin tight and the biggest boobs on the ship. Yeah. And they make a point to make sure she has giant boobs. You know, when you got an ensemble cast like this, you got to have at least one character. I mean, that's, it's like anime 101. Yeah, it is. A, 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 it's a bust moss. You got it. Yes, that's true. You got to have that. You got to attract your, uh, your creepy little... Uh, fan base those are the rules That's, mm-hmm. I, we didn't make them up no nope. right? we just review them we just review them yeah yes i am enjoying this very much uh next copcraft copcraft streaming on hulu episodes there's 12 of them uh mila pense is the studio sorry i've said that word before and i've mispronounced it both times uh they did the 2016 2017 berserk series the source is a light novel on uh, the anime new net news network. Here's their synopsis. I don't think I've done this one before, so it's pretty good. 15 years ago, an unna- unknown hyperspace gate opened over the Pacific beyond the gate lies Reto Semani, a strange alternate world where fairies and demons live. San Teresa city, a city of over 2 million immigrants live from both worlds. Did that make any sense? I don't think it did. No. As a result, there are haves and the have-nots. Here's the, world, here's the world's newest city of dreams. But in the shadow of the chaos, crime is rampant. Drugs, prostitution, and weapon trafficking. The detectives who stand up to these heinous crimes are in the San Teresa City Police. When the, direct, direct, the detective, Key Matoba, and the alternate world knight, Tirana, two individuals who differ in gender, personality, and even world of origin, meet... An incident erupts. 
prank. Oh, that's <laughs> that's where it ends. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Um, so as we've learned from uh, descriptions of anime, they are you can't really judge an anime based off a of description. No, it makes no sense. At best, they're they're like okay, hey, that's fine, and then at worst, it just doesn't make any sense at all. This one surprise, one of the surprise shows for me of the season. Yes, I agree. We're, so good. We're about two episodes in. Um, animation is great. The uh, camera composition, the shot composition is probably the best of the season. Mm-hmm. They have like really cool lighting. You know, it's channeling some like noir stuff. Um, the buddy cop aspect is really cool. Mm-hmm. The only problem I have so far with it, and um, I, I think that the show could go in places that I don't want it to go. Because they make a point of making the character, uh, what is it, Tarlana? I have it misspelled. Tarlana is what Her name is Tirana. Tirana. So they make a Tilana, I'm sure it's pronounced. They make a point to be like, she looks really young. But but she might be older. She's way older because she's an elf or something. Yeah, Yeah. we might might be entering lolly territory. Oh, no. I know. It is good. Uh, It's got so many, like, film and tv cop tropes uh, the dead partner that's what's so good about yeah, it likely though, yeah. new partner have you ever seen the movie alien nation james con um, mandy patamkin no i don't think so so a spaceship comes to earth and um the aliens integrate into society and this guy's partner gets killed during a drug deal and he gets an alien as his partner okay it's kind of the it's fucking like, same like thing the same, it's yeah, like the same thing right I like that it's a twist on Isekai where the humans don't get transported to the fairy world. We got the fairies and fantasy tree creatures coming here, which is kind of cool. Yeah, it's neat. Yeah. I haven't seen that much no. of at all. At least no. I haven't. Yeah, I've said last week that I'm kind of new to Isekai, so it's I'm enjoying it. Yeah, I'm yeah. enjoying it, too. Like I had said, surprise for me. Definitely worth checking out. It's only two episodes, so it's easy to get into. Yeah. Once again, Hulu. Check out Copcraft. 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 Next, Demon Slayer Kimetsu no Yaiba. It's streaming on Crunchyroll. 26 episodes. It's continuing from last season. The studio is ufotable. It's, they did a bunch of Fate series. Uh, they always really have really well animated shows. The source of the manga, synopsis by Vidmedia. Viz Media. It's very long. Um, I'm going to let you take this one first, Jim. Yeah, let me... Uh, I'm just going to go over it real fast without okay. doing this Viz Media. So, uh, Akade gets his, uh, his... Lives in the mountains. His family's killed by a demon. They're kind of like vampires, flesh-eating demons. Uh, he's searching for the killers. He goes into training. He becomes a demon hunter with a bunch of other guys. Goes through trials. And his sister is a demon, but she has her conscious, so he's trying to find a cure for her. There you go. That's my synopsis. You got it. You got it down. I am very close to just giving up on the show. No, you're that close. Yeah, like I almost turned it off the last episode. Um, I'm just watching now to watch the blonde guy die, and I, he's not going to die. He's not going to die. No, it's he. It's an Itsu, I think, is his name. He is a drag on the entire show. Um, it got a little better when they went on their mission the last two episodes, but. Um, that we also haven't had any Nezuko, who's the sister, and she's my favorite part of the show. And the less she's in, the less I care about it. Wow. Okay. Well, in my notes, I put down more or less that what you had just said. So this, this guy is super annoying. But then the latest arc that they've had, the last two episodes, they've literally the characters abandon him, and they leave him like outside of the forest. They go in this forest, and it. I can't tell if it's like them being aware like the characters are aware that he's super annoying and they're leaving him if it's more of a meta thing if it's like intentional because they know because this character is over the top like he's terrible he's he's really not good and he he kind of has like a cool thing going on to a little bit without getting i'm not spoiling anything but like i don't know if i can continue to put up with him i hope they just kind of leave him and then go on because the other new character that they introduced is he's all right he's okay but he's he's also kind of just like you know the show was perfectly fine without these two characters like i I guess they're comic relief i haven't laughed i haven't laughed either yeah if much like you had said it i wouldn't go as far as to say that i'm close to being out on it but i will say that it has definitely started to turn me off 
to the show and the show was like one of my top watches and now it's starting to slowly be bumped down because of this character. The animation so. is still great. Yeah. Oh yeah. But it's, I mean, I, and I like the demon designs or the, the, you know, are they called demons? Yeah, they're called, they're demons. called demons. Yeah. The demon design. I like a lot, but I, and I like the closing sequence too, with the panels, which mm-hmm. I talked about last time, but um, yeah, I, I don't know if I can keep doing it. I'm hoping like, I'm still watching it just for the podcast, but, if this was if I wasn't watching for the podcast and I didn't know how much you were actually enjoying yeah. most of it, I definitely would have stopped watching the show. Yeah, uh, it's definitely worth at least checking out up to the point this character gets introduced, and then for like just just to see what this character is like. Like it's at least going those uh, two episodes. I want to say they're around like ten, yeah, and something around there. Yeah, where he gets introduced, he's it's and he like is forced kind of like sexually harassing the, the demon sister. Yeah. And he, all he cares about is like her loving him. And it's like, come on with this trope. Give me a break. Will yeah. You? No, he's, he's not. Come he's on. Not great fun. guy from my hero academia. Like fuck off. It's a great trope. Does anybody watch like that character and go, Oh man, he's so relatable or man, that's funny. I don't know. See, that is one of those tropes that exists and, persist and i don't really know why i guess people must find him funny they must, a, there must be a like a group of people that think he's funny that like identify i don't know but it's like identify though i oh, don't <laughs> could you imagine being like oh that guy's just like that's me. just like me i could see people not being self-aware that would identify with that character right and they're like oh wow he's a coward just like me but he secretly got some other cool stuff going on right like you know what i mean and I, I don't know. It's too over the top. I get what they're trying to do with it. It's trying to add some like levity, levity to a show that is, for the most part, relatively dark. It is dark, but um, it's just like too much, and it just clashes too much. I don't I, know. I do like that all the demons are kind of tragic characters. Every single one that they kill has like a little backstory, and you kind of feel bad for them. Yeah, they they are sad, except for the one that was dragging people into the dark and eating young girls well, that was yeah. gonna fuck that guy not so sad that not guy. so cool yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right that all was right. uh that was Kometsu no yaiba or demon slayer um next up fire force ein ein or it's nn no shubatai in japanese streaming on crunchyroll uh 24 episodes it is officially a fall show now so it's out of the running first mm. for summer Studio is David Productions, who did JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. The source is a manga. Synopsis by Kodansha Comics. I like this one. I read it last time. Terror has paralyzed the clockwork metropolis of Tokyo. Possessed by demons, people have begun to burst into flames, leading to the establishment of a special firefighting team, the Fire Force, ready to roll on a moment's notice to fight spontaneous combustion anywhere it might break out. The team is about to get a very unique addition. Shinra, a boy who possesses the unique power to run at the speed of a rocket, leaving behind the famous devil's footprints and destroying issues in the process. Can the Fire Force discover the source of the strange phenomenon? And phenomenon, I did that again. Phenomenon, and put a stop to it. Or will the city burn to ashes first? Go ahead, Frank. Uh, this is like a classic shonen show i mm-hmm. feel like you even have some of the the stereotypical characters you know they have the two main male guys and their rivals but they're kind of friends and you know uh you have these other characters that kind of flesh them out uh i really like the animation i really like the idea of the show i think mm-hmm. it's cool that the there's like these essentially i guess demons that possess people and then they turn them into these like fire imps and spirits and all that i think it's really cool and the animation is is great yeah it's great it's very well it might be one of the best ones of the season uh yeah especially the fire effects are really cool yeah they're they're so good but there's only been two episodes um i don't really know what's going on with it release wise yeah episode three has been canceled until further notice uh as a result of the kyoto animation fire yeah, so we don't really know like yeah. when the show. I'm sure the show is going to continue on at some point. We Eventually, really yeah. know we might have when. to put this on pause though and just drop it until it comes back. Yeah, um, I mean, good on them for doing it. It's in good taste. Yeah, yeah. it's an amazing taste. Yeah. I mean, I'm surprised because I've heard they they put some decent amount of money and you know stuff yeah. into the show. So good for them. But what do you think? Uh, it's great. Uh, I'm interested in characters. I care about them. Uh, I like the uh, lieutenant that is constantly working out. Yeah. That's great. Every time he's talking to somebody, he's got a weight belt. He's got a dumbbell over his head. Uh, I like. I don't mind Bakugo the Fireman. 
He looks exactly the same. Yeah, he looks well just said. like he's yeah. got the teeth and everything. He's angry. Yeah. I, I do like that that he has that trait though. That when he's just nervous, nervous he, like, he smiles, he's, like, like grins. He's got like monster teeth, right? And everyone's like, "Oh man, why are you smiling?" And he's just nervous all the time. I'm interested if we're going to get any backstory with the closing credits with the nuns. And... Ah, I don't know. Yeah, I'm interested in that. I want to see what's going on there. And that's cool too. I, I like that they have uh, kind of like teaser does. Yeah. yeah. Christian imagery in yeah. it as well, which is always intriguing. Yeah, that closing scene, uh, sequence is pretty damn good. All right, yeah, I'm going to continue watching it once it comes back. Once it comes back. Yep. We'll see when. We'll see when. Uh, Fruits Basket, season one. That's streaming on Crunchyroll. It's 25 episodes continuing from the last season. Uh, studios TMS Entertainment. They did the very popular Megalobox series. Uh, sources of manga, synopsis from Funimation. High school student Toru Honda lives, uh, begins living alone in a tent, a tent after she loses her mother, who was her only reigning family member. However, it turns out that the land she pitches her tent on <laughs> is part of the distinguished Soma family estate. When Shigure Soma sees the value of her housekeeping skills, Toru ends up living with Yuki Soma, who is essentially the prince of her school, and Kyo Soma, who regards Yuki as the enemy. Still, there's something Toru doesn't know yet. The Soma family has been bound for centuries by a horrible curse. Frank, go ahead. I'm still in love with this show. Uh, it started doing this thing now where they started kind of spotlighting some of the other characters. I guess you could call them minor characters. I don't really think there is really many minor characters. I think they're all kind of mean. But they they have so many characters in this cast that it's nice to see some of them getting fleshed out and we're learning a little bit more about their histories and things like that. Uh, I have really nothing negative to say about this show. Me neither. I uh, It's consistently amazing. Every episode's amazing. Yeah. Uh, I find that Hitori's story, every time he tells his story, it's just a scene stealer. I love it. Yeah, he's Poor guy. the most tragic he's never gonna so find far. Love again. Oh, no, stop. Yeah. Uh, they, yeah, they're doing backstory on everybody. Now they started with um, with Toru's friends. Yeah, doing the back, and we got the first half of that this weekend. We get the second half. Yeah, to the week. point where it ended, and I was like, "No, no, I want to watch yeah. more." Yeah, that's how I feel about every single one of these episodes. Yeah, nah. it's a great show. Highly recommend. Definitely the front runner for yeah, I would episode, say so. Episode of summer, yeah. um, it's one of those shows too where like even the weaker episodes are better than a lot of like shows like best episodes. I think <laughs> yeah. So. That's <laughs> yeah, it's a good show. That's well, I, I can't wait till the, I honestly I want to watch the entire show. I want it to end just so I can go back and read you the manga. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, I want to read All the manga. Right. Yep. That's what the hell were we talking about? We were talking about fruits basket, but so we're gonna very, be talking about Gibbon. Yeah. It was so hot. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> My brain's fried from the heat in Philadelphia. Uh, Given uh, streaming on Crunchyroll uh, episodes. There's eleven of them. The studio is Lurch again, or Lurchy. Uh, the source of the manga synopsis by Crunchyroll. Uh, somehow, the guitar he used to love to play and the basketball game, the games that he found so fun, just lost their appeal. That was until Ritsuko Ueinoyama, Ue right? That's his name. Ueinoyama. Is that what they call him in the show? I don't think they call him. I think they just call yeah. him Ue. Ue, yeah. Randomly met uh, Mafuyu Sato. Ritsuka had started losing his passion for music in his everyday life, but then he hears Mayu. Ma, I'm just going to call him Sato because I don't call him by his first by his first name. Sato sing for the first time. The song resonates with his heart, and the distance between them starts to change. Okay, given. Given. So for me, I really liked the first episode. Uh, as of this recording, there's only been two. Two. Um, I was into the first episode. I enjoyed it. Um, you know, the, the introduction of the characters was good. Animation is decent. Um, the second episode popped up though, and I had watched it and I wasn't so into it. Yeah. I can't really say why I, I don't really know where the show is going. I guess maybe that's it. Yes. Yeah. I don't know if it's going to be this slow paced, especially with you saying that it was 11 episodes, which I, I didn't know. I thought it was going to go like the full 12 and then no, potentially, got 11. cause 11 usually is an indicator that that's it. Like the show yeah. is just a one and done. Um, I don't really know where where it's going, and because of that, I've got, like left the second episode being like, huh. and I I won't go as far as to say that I don't like it. Um, I just don't really know what to expect. I guess. Yeah, I uh, it's it, I mean it's been good. 
The first episode was a lot better. The first episode was a lot better. I do better. like the, all the, the music references, though, where he's telling him, teaching him, like, a baby how to do everything. Like, Yeah, that's cool. Plug into the guitar before you turn on the amp and all that stuff. It is. I guess we're going to get that, figure out what happened, because he doesn't ha- seem to have any knowledge whatsoever right. of, like, music for carries, somebody who has a guitar. Yeah, he carries a guitar around, so there must be some kind of emotional attachment, maybe to his family or whatever. And he mentioned something about it. Like, is that like a dead relatives or something? Like that? Right. Yeah. Say, say what? Kind say of just brushes past it. I did like the scene where you finally heard uh, Sato's voice. That was pretty cool. That was cool. Yeah. So I'm afraid this show might be leading to some serious heartbreak though. So. Oh no. Yeah. It seems a little comic heavy right now, like in like a laid back comedy. Oh, so. okay. I can yeah. see that. Yeah. Oof. I don't know if I'm ready for that though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is a boys love show. So I'm assuming yeah. that we're going to get a romantic relationship between the two. So we'll yeah. see what happens. Seems to be kind of hinting towards that. Yep. So we will see. They're just, yeah, the look on it in uh, Uwe's eyes when Sato sings. I was yeah. just like, oh, there we go. True love. Here we are. Yeah. All right. Next show, Grand Belm. It's streaming on Crunchyroll. We don't know how many episodes. The studio is Nexus. Chivalry of a Failed Knight was their show. Sources original, which is interesting. It's for, I think it's the only one that's original besides Neon Genesis that we're watching this season. Hmm. Synopsis by Crunchyroll. The Destiny of the Full Moon. The wheels of fate start spinning on the night of the new moon. (laughs) It had been nearly 1,000 years since all the magic in the world disappeared, and most people had forgotten it ever existed at all. Uh, I'm not going to go through all this. Okay, do you want me to just talk about it? Yeah, go ahead and talk about it. Okay, I couldn't care less about this show. Yeah, it's not. About three episodes in now. I was really hoping the first episode, okay, cool. Some cool things being introduced. Um, by the third one, I can't really say that I care. I don't really understand what entirely is going on. There's like an ancient battle that happens with, uh, the ancestors of established wizards in this world. Yeah. And they're all female. They get transported and then, but there's also mechs that channel the magic and I don't, why are they fighting though? Do you know? Did I miss that? Okay. They haven't revealed. Okay. Yeah, they haven't revealed pretty much anything. And the, I mean, I don't mind the animation. I like the facial designs, especially the the redhead Anna when she gets, because she fucking hates that one girl. Right. And her facial expression is totally different than everybody else. She looks so angry, Mm -hmm. which is great. The mech design is not good. It is not good at all. I guess it's, I don't really even know what they're going for. It's, it's like a cheesy looking thing, like little Gundams. I guess because they're little girls, they I have guess. to be. I che- yeah, so they have to be cute. I guess. I, I don't, don't know. know. <laughs> it does have a very uh, uh, Madoka feel, which you haven't seen Madoka yet. No. We'll watch it eventually. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm going to keep watching it. I don't know where it's going to go, and I don't know if I'm going to enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, I guess the, if I'm trying to focus on the positives here, uh, which I try and do in my life. Yeah, um, very, good, very good idea. Yeah, I will say, though, that because I don't fully understand what's going on, that that mystery does kind of make me want to watch a little bit more, yeah. um, see why these events are actually transpiring, um, you know, and why these characters, because it's revealed that some of them are uh, older and for some reason are just trapped in little girls' bodies. At least it's hinted at. Yeah. The one girl's stuck in middle school and she keeps saying, you know, why? how long do I have to be in middle school? Yeah. You know I'm old, right? right. Like, what are you talking about? And you're like, huh? So, I mean, there's some mysteries there that at least make it somewhat, you know, uh, more more for me to watch than, than yeah. uh, all the negative stuff I said. So I just don't think go. it's unnecessarily, you know, an adult male. I don't think I'm the audience for it. Yeah, that that might be it. Too. You know, it might be more for a teen girl, which would explain the mech design too, because I'm sure it's all about you know making those Kids. action figures, yeah, and toys, selling De- the toys. Oh, and yeah. yeah, so yeah, we might not be the audience. That 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 that's a good point. Yeah, yeah, which is fine. I mean, I don't think I'm the audience for uh, Doctor Stone, and no. it's I don't like Doctor Stone, right? But I'm okay with Grand Bell. So yeah. okay. Neon Genesis Evangelion. Streaming on Netflix, 26 episodes, studios Gainax, they did Gurren Lagan and Fuli Cooley, and Tatsunoko Productions, Psychopaths Season 2. Source is original, synopsis by Annie DB. In the year 2015, the Angels' huge, tremendously powerful alien war machines appear in Tokyo for the second time. The only hope for mankind's survival lives lies in the Evangelion, a humanoid fighting machine developed by NERV, a special United Nations agency, Capable of withstanding anything the angels can dish out, the Evangelion's 
One drawback lies in the limited number of people able to pilot them. Only a handful of teenagers, all born 14 years ago, nine months after the angels first appeared, are able to interface with an Evangelion. One such teenager is Ikari Shinji, whose father Lee heads and leads the nerve team that developed and maintains the Evangelions. Thrust into a maelstrom of battles and events that he does not understand, Shinji is forced to plumb the depths of, depth of his own inner resources for the courage and strength to not only fight, but to survive or risk losing everything. So Frank is new to the show, so I'm going to let him go. Yeah, so if you are playing along and watching it weekly... Yeah, what, what episode are we up to? Uh, you should have watched episode five. Okay. So I guess technically you're on six. Um, four is really when it starts to become more of a show than just kind of like a, a futuristic mech kind of, you know, kids hopping in the mech and then fighting these creatures. Um, and then five has this cliffhanger that I actually watched, uh, yesterday and immediately wanted to watch the, um, the six one. Mm -hmm. So it is starting to, it's definitely starting to engage me. The one problem that I thought I would have that doesn't seem to be one is I was concerned a little bit with the animation just because it is an older series. And when you're watching stuff, that's especially that old, um, that is a concern. There's no problems there. It's, it's aged surprisingly well. Um, yeah, I've been I've been really enjoying it thus far. I think we're gonna do uh, we're gonna do like a wrap up episode, right, where we talk about everything. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you you should just be watching it just for the sake, just to develop your own opinions about the show, just because of where it kind of stands in the whole medium. So, yeah, definitely check it out. Yeah, it's you start to see the depth of the show in episode four. Four is really when yeah. you start to realize that the show is a lot more, and kind of start to see why people. Um, are as into it as they are. Yeah, the signs, there's abstraction and the storytelling and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, episode five, you get some Ray backstory, but you don't really get any answers to anything. No, it's just kind of uh, more questions than answers uh, sort of thing. Her relationship with Gendo, who mm-hmm. he is a fucking asshole. Yeah. So, <laughs> And also you start to get the feeling, from the beginning you get it, but you start to really see it in four and five, the incredible amount of pressure they put on these kids mm-hmm. yeah. to save the world and basically tell them, they don't even tell them if you don't do it, no one can. They just say, you have to do this. You have to do it. And on top of that, for the most part, so far, they treat these kids like shit. They do. So for somebody who's supposed to be like saving humanity or defending humanity, you think that they would have been treated a little bit better. Yeah, Masato like gives hints that she's kind of kind, but at the same time, I feel like she's serving her own purpose. Mm-hmm. So Yeah. Bunch of fucking assholes on the show, but it's a great show. It is a good show. Yeah. It is a bunch of assholes. Now you know. <laughs> yeah. So far, there's not really a, a character that stands out that I'm like, oh, okay. Right. It's a holy good character. Oh, Maidens in Your Savage Season, or Arabu Kisetsu no Otome Domoyo. Streaming on High Dive. Uh, we don't know how many episodes. Uh, the studio's La Douche. Yep. <laughs> they did a Magi uh, Adventure at Sinbad series. The source is a manga, the synopsis by Kadansha Comics. The girls in a high school literature club do a little icebreaker to get to know each other, answering the question, what one thing do you want to do before you die? One girl blurts out sex. Little do they know, the whirlwind unleashed by that word pushes each of these girls with different backgrounds and personalities on their own clumsy, funny, painful, and emotional paths towards adulthood. I'm assuming that's the... Uh, synopsis for the manga mm. but there you go what means your savage season frank go ahead i think you should take this one. Oh my god this fucking show <laughs> that's why i wanted you to take <laughs> oh my first. fucking god i yeah. absolutely love this show start gushing go oh ahead. my god i can't handle how fucking good this show is from the song the opening song mm. uh the hazy dreamy animation the awkwardness of interactions everything seems so genuine the puns, yeah. The, the fucking puns. Pork miso soup. The split gourd. <laughs> it's fast. It's quick. I had to like rewind a bunch. There's definitely because you're gonna I miss have, stuff. Yeah. You gotta rewind. And also some of the uh, references, the literature references. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's about a lot of Japanese uh, writers. So it's like I had to go back and look up who they were talking about. Oh, okay, that's yeah. cool. Uh, it's fast. It's funny. It's. It reminds me of all the weird shit of growing up and yeah. how fucking awkward it was and how awkward it is to be 15 years old when you just just start like 
realizing what emotion, what, yeah. what it is to have an emotional connection with the opposite sex or the same sex. It's just fucking, it's fantastic. Yeah. To your point, they, uh, they really nail that whole, uh, period of time when you are younger and you don't really know quite what you're doing. And you know, other people, some people are way more developed than you and some people are way more behind. And it's just like a very confusing time for anybody, male or female. And I think they get that spot on. Um, I really have no complaints. I actually waited a little bit to watch this and ended up binging it. Right. And I didn't watch it until like over the weekend. So I watched all three and I basically just sat there and watched all three and not just because I had to, but because I actually really enjoyed it. It is so good. Um, it is. And it's very funny too. Yeah. The it main is. character, she's great. She holds the whole story together. You have the blonde, beautiful nihilist, mm-hmm. uh, Nina, uh, you have the, uh, the, the catfishing novel writer, Catfishing, not oh yes, oh okay. yes. yeah. I forgot what catfish meant for a yeah, second. Hitoha, uh, yeah. that's her name, Hitoha. She, um, she, should we talk about it? I don't know. See, I, dude, go always, watch this fucking go- show. <laughs> <laughs> She's a catfish. Yeah, it's fantastic. She, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's the there's the like staple tall awkward girl who's the fucking very like prim and proper prim and proper yeah. doesn't like talking about sex unless it's in literary form but she's like obviously very beautiful if she does herself you know right. what i mean yeah what's that she's all that or whatever yeah like, yeah, yeah. She, that's what it is she's yes. all that uh what is that based on it's based on um shakespeare isn't it is she's it really yeah, I oh so. i don't yeah that would be awesome if that's the case then especially for like a literary club to yeah. take things like that yeah um, she's the ugly duckling to a swamp right yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, and the neighbor who loves his trains. He certainly does love his trains. <laughs> I cannot recommend the show enough. Um, I definitely like, I, this has for me in two episodes, three episodes, three episodes, it's beating out fruits basket so far. I Which f- is, cannot talk about the show enough and how much I love it. Yeah. I will say out of probably everything, taking Evangelion out of it. Yeah. Uh, all the new stuff this season, if you're going to watch one, I would probably recommend this one, especially because this is one where you read the description, as I had said earlier, and you probably are just going to skip past it. Cause you're like, eh, not really for me. I'm more of a, you know, shonen guy or whatever. You know what I mean? But yeah, definitely check this one out. I mean, good TV is good TV. What, yeah, depending on what you fucking like. Mm-hmm. I didn't think until we did this podcast, how much I'd love Shoujo and I fucking love shoujo now. Love like, shoujo it's like now. my top friggin' genre. I don't get more. I get no more enjoyment out of any other genre than I do. Yeah, shoujo I will now. probably agree with you on that one. It and just seems like relatable and real. Yeah, the writing is fantastic. Yeah, in it's a lot great. Of these shows they uh, really nail it. Like I have no idea they should get these guys and right chain on. them up and have them write a bunch of stuff. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it is a woman writer, yeah, so maybe well, that the, helps with the relatability. That would make sense. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Go check it out. It might be outside of your wheelhouse. You might be into like violence and shit like that. And you know, there's plenty of shows that yeah. this, this is fucking beautiful. I love this show so much. Yeah. Check I it will out. gush over the show probably for the next fucking month. And so. where can you, you can only see it on high dive, high dive. Yeah. High dive. So. If you get VRV, which is the, I think it's owned by Crunchyroll. So it, you get Crunchyroll and high dive together in one price. You also get a bunch of different channels. Yeah. Boomerang. Shutter. You get some other stuff. Yeah, Shudder, which I've I had for a little while. If you're into horror, Shudder's actually really cool. Yeah, so Shudder's good. It might be all like just for you. You might I definitely worth checking it out. They have 30 day free trial. Yeah. So. And it's it's you know, it's definitely I'm not advertising. Yeah, we're not getting paid, yeah, for, getting for, paid this. for this. Yeah. <laughs> it it's if you're a nerd like we are, it's yes. it's the perfect sign up because it's combines everything. Agreed. Yeah. All right, last on our list. Is this last on our list? No, there's two more. There's two more. To the, to the Abandoned Sacred Beasts. Yes, this is To the Abandoned Sacred Beasts. Katsute Kami Data Kemono Tachie. It's streaming on Crunchyroll. Episodes 12 of them. The studio is Mappa, who did Dororo and Zombieland Saga. Sources a manga. Um, synopsis. Uh, I'm not reading the synopsis because it's entirely too long. It's fine. So uh, there's a military force called Incarnates. They are fused with uh, beast powers. Um, They're used to win a war, and then they start losing control of themselves and attacking people, and there's a conspiracy within them, and someone is leading them. That's pretty much all I got. Yeah, no, that's good. And then there's a girl whose father was killed by a beast hunter named Hank. Yes, Hank. uh, 
she wants revenge, but at the same time, she teams up with Hank. Go ahead, Frank. Uh, so Abandoned Sacred Beasts um, deals with some, I feel like, interesting ideas with you know soldiers coming back to war. And I guess if they're trying to say anything, that's really kind of what it is about. You know, where these guys, they come back and um, they have difficulty readjusting. They're not useful anymore. They're not useful anymore. And they're kind of going through the different motions that you see. Like, there's one character that um, the villagers are scared of him. And, you know, um, they don't really know how to deal with him. Um, Other ones, yeah, aren't useful. Some of them don't really even come back from the war, sort of. At least, like, mentally. They just think that the war is still going on. So they're kind of, like, going through the motions of the different things that would happen to somebody who had went through this very tragic war like extreme ptsd yeah to, to almost psychosis so that's it's cool that they're they're kind of confronting these ideas and and dealing with them um the show right now is kind of a monster of the week sort of thing yeah we got um, the minotaur last week yeah and the monster designs are cool uh for the most part they seem to be just based off of stereotypical D&D mythology monsters, D&D, yeah. Minotaur, or maybe yeah dragon. more mythology yeah, yeah. So they're, you know, they're relatable and the designs are, you know, just classic designs. So there, there's nothing really to, to say about them. Uh, the only problem I have is I don't really know. This is another show where I don't really know where it's going. Mm-hmm. I guess his, the whole thing is he's going to go and kill all these people. I, 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 cause he, I thought that they would maybe play this thing where maybe he was going to find a cure. Maybe that's a thing. I don't know, but it just doesn't, he just seems to be going from town to town and killing his, uh, his, uh, old comrades. Yeah. It's, it's monster of the week and it's, uh, there's a big bad somewhere. We're mm-hmm. just waiting to get to him. It's well animated. Yeah. It's not like well that. I, 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 you know, I have written here. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. fine. It's, uh, yeah, I guess that's, that's fair. It doesn't make me really feel, uh, dramatically one way or the other. No. Yeah. It's, it's fine. Yeah. yeah. Okay. On to a show that's very good. Vinland Saga, uh, streaming on Amazon prime. Uh, it is 24 episodes. So it qualifies for fall, not summer studio is wit studios. They are famous for the attack on Titan series. Uh, the source of the manga synopsis by MAL news. For a thousand years, the Vikings have made quite a name and reputation for themselves as the strongest families with a thirst for violence. Thorfinn, the son of one of the Vikings' greatest warriors, spends his boyhood in a battlefield, enhancing his skills in his adventure. Okay, he wants revenge, I guess. Nothing happened. They just gave away the story in the fucking preview, so I'm not going to read the rest of it. Uh, Okay, Uh, Vinland Saga. Uh, so I had known about Vinland Saga for a while because I really love Vikings and I, uh, I like learning about them, reading. Uh, I will pretty much consume any sort of uh, medium that has it Vikings in there. Um, I never got around to reading it, so I was really excited to watch this. And um, surprise, not surprise with Amazon. It's fantastic. Yeah. Animation's great story they dropped all three episodes at once which i can kind of understand because the first especially the first two are a little slow so it makes sense that they would want to push people out instead of you see the first one and be like oh this show eh." um i really liked the the animation i already said that but um the i just completely blanked um take over yeah took over yeah the animation is beautiful um there's fantastic character design um the world's engrossing uh, I, I, I mean, the, the sad part about this is that history dictates that this probably won't end well for Vinland. Yeah, we kind of already we kind of know, know what's going, going with yeah. Vin, where Vinland goes, but um, it's laid out and everybody's likable, and the villains are hateable, mm-hmm. and they're deceiving and backstabbing, and it's interesting. I'm I'm very interested in it, and uh, my wife likes it, so that's always a good sign. It's a bonus. Yeah, yeah. that means that it's crossing into unknown territories. Oh. Yeah, the fighting is also really good. There hasn't been too many fight scenes, but the ones that they had were very kinetic and they were very. Uh, I mean, they're ridiculous. Energized. He's yeah. jumping from boat to boat. Yeah, he's like a super. And he's Viking. like the dad is like the least Viking-looking Viking ever. He looks like yeah. just like some maybe like Native American or something guy. He's like dark skin, yeah, dark ponytail. Very unassuming. Um, I love Leif Erikson. He's great. He is great. Yeah, yeah, and the OP rocks. Yeah, it does. Uh, this definitely is going to be one of those shows that crosses genres and becomes mainstream. Yeah, I think it's just, it's just looks and has the feel of it. So who would have thought, though, that Amazon would have been the one to, I guess, somehow nail so far 
uh, acquiring anime and yeah. then presenting it to American audiences. You they know? pick and choose, unlike Netflix. Yeah, Netflix is like, here's a bunch of stuff. And Netflix they're like, like here's a billion money. dollars for Neon Genesis Evangelion, but right. here, here's seven seeds. Enjoy. Yeah. Choke on these seeds. <laughs> oh, one more thing I wanted to say about Vinland Saga and... If any of you guys know how to change this, because I couldn't figure it out, Amazon uses white subtitles. Yeah, it's pretty tough with all the snow. <laughs> There's snow and <laughs> characters were white. There are literally times when people are talking and like you just can't really uh, read the subtitles. So if you know of a way to change color, uh, tweet, uh, message, try and get a hold of us in any of the million different ways and let me know. Thanks. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> All right, if you were to pick a show as your front runner, let's include Neon Genesis Evangelion for argument's sake. Ooh. Uh, what's your, so far, uh, early on, what's your front runner for season, uh, show of the show year? Show of the summer. Um, well, I mean, if we we're going to... No, don't include okay, Neon that's Genesis Evangelion, because I'm that's fucking kinda... skewed, and I consider it a masterpiece. <laughs> and then you were going to be I just, like, I just, yeah. I just uh, sabotaged myself. Right. Go ahead. I would uh, honestly say probably... Vinland Saga. Yeah, Vinland Saga is very good. That's probably the front runner right now. I mean, they released those three episodes. They were all solid. I really have nothing negative to say about it. But I'm also, like I said, I was really into Vikings, or I am. So, so am I. I'm into history of, and Vikings and stuff like that, too. Yeah. So it's right in my wheelhouse. But Shoujo's my wheelhouse now, sure. baby. It yeah. took over. Oh, Maidens in Your Savage Season is. Oh. oh, my God. I cannot talk enough about how good that show is. Two shows that can be com- uh, any different. Yeah, completely different. <laughs> completely different, yeah. I will agree, though, that's probably my second one, though. Do you enjoy say. Pork Miso Soup, yes, Frank? Yeah. Oh, my fucking God. <laughs> this show is so good. All right, great. So that's our shows. Uh, that's t- 10 of them? 11 of them. 11 shows for summer. That's including the On Genesis Evangelion. Mm. So we'll see you in a couple of weeks, and we'll talk more about once we get to the midway point. But we have listener questions, Frank. Oh, okay. Yes, we do. Plural? Questions. Oh, with an S. I like it. Let's Send go. us questions on Instagram and Twitter or email us at nutaku2019 at gmail.com, and we will read them on the air. Here's the first one. Uh, I can. The second one I doesn't really relate to me, so I'll talk about the first one first. Okay. All right. Recently, I have heard fans feel that there is more political undertones in anime. I did a little liberal editing on this. Sorry about that, guys. Uh, just to streamline it. An example is with Japan's birth rate issue and recent anime having plots basically saying, have sex and children, you'll save the world. Do you think this is a coincidence? Uh, well, it's an excellent question. Um, do I think it's a coincidence? It's always hard to say with stuff like this, right? In any medium, right. like when you read literature, you play a video game or you watch a movie, you know, uh, is the creator or the people involved trying to make a statement? Cause you can basically put any sort of twist or any sort of message you really want within reason to anything. Yeah. Is it happening? Um, it could, it could very well. I know that, uh, they're, they're very, um, like you know a lot of countries a lot of places are going through change through different means whether it's protesting um or you know the various other mediums that they choose i could see japan especially with animation a lot of these animators taking it um so i can't really say i don't know i say absolutely yeah you think so it's all uh he gave an example and it in his question, which mm-hmm. I took out, but it was uh, Darling in the Franks. Did you watch any of that? I don't know. No, did. no, I didn't. I watched most of it. Um, it's it frowns on homosexuality in the show, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. It also the way that they get in their 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 robots is to mount basically mount each other in the doggy style position. Huh. Oh. And um, yeah, it's basically if we we have to have children to save the world, it's it's a thing in Japan. They're trying to push people to have kids, and no one is. Hmm. And that is a trend throughout the quote unquote um, developed world. The more developed, the more financially independent countries become, the more financially uh, how much more money people can make, or how much more expensive it is to live in this world that we live in. The chances of affording or even wanting to have a kid. Disappears. It's a trend that started in Europe, right? And it's moving to other places. United States is, I think, last year it's their first year of having negative birth rate. Right. I do remember reading. That. Yeah, because we're it's just too expensive to, you know, you gotta you gotta work to live in this country right. and most modern countries. So yeah, I think that and Japan's making this push to have children, get married, have children, get married, have children. So yeah, I definitely think that's a thing. Um, they've been pushing 
politics in every medium always. Yeah. So uh, all you have to do is go think of all the pro Japan, you know, like nationalist ideas that go into a lot of stuff that's anime. Like, well, Japan can handle it type of stuff. Right. Yeah. Code Geass. Code Geass is prime example. Yeah, that's an example of it. Yes. I don't think it's a coincidence. I think that definitely whether or not they portray the ideas of the government in power i don't know about that but right. definitely of the writers hmm. we yeah. just you know we just talked about uh, attack on titan and whether or not it was nazi sympathy yeah attack on titan definitely has some some things to say it definitely has fascism yeah. in it. it definitely has uh characters that are in a ghetto being persecuted so you know what i mean like you don't think those are coincidences I don't think it's a coincidence. No, I think it's, it might be a reference. I don't know if it's, right. if it, if if it's it has, trying to make, yeah, a, statement trying to make a statement or not. That's kind of what I was trying to figure out is, is whether or not you think it, they are trying to say it with purpose. So it's being written or it's being produced like that with that in mind. Yeah, I guess it depends. Just, I guess it depends on who the author, author is right, yeah. or who the studio is. So that's what's a, it's yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, it's whatever you kind of take out of it. Right. I think. Yeah. So, yeah. That's a great question. By that way. is a great yeah. question. Thank you Love for that. It. Yeah, yeah, that was deep. It made us think. Uh, all right, now here's one that's not so deep and one that I have no reference for. Okay. Uh, favorite video games based on an anime anime universe, Frank? Okay. I I, I'll, be, I'll be honest. I don't really play that many anime, uh, video games. I play a decent amount of games. Right. Um, in terms of... So... I will say that I've played a number of anime-related games, and for the most part, they're they're terrible right. or they're not great. Uh, I've played a number of Dragon Ball Z games, um, and pretty much none of them are good. In fact, the the one I remember being good, and this might just be like a childhood thing, was there was like a Game Boy Advance one that was okay. like a semi RPG that was. Oh, really I remember good. that one. Um, I like anime-inspired. There's a series called Persona. Which is very much like it is. It's almost. I think they actually even have an anime of it they now. Do. Um, it's like you know, high schoolers. They go to school. It's like there's a dating sim involved. There's like a lot of layers to it, and um, it's really interesting. Uh, and then I guess Near 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 Automata Automata. Which I don't is, think that's. I mean, it's anime inspired, but yeah. I don't think they have it. That's what I mean. Those are two I think that are inspired because, like Persona, I don't think started as one, but I think it was such a big thing that it eventually then became like an anime. Right. And then, so those would be my two things that I would say are probably my favorite. But in terms of like something like a, but I think I think the question is a games based on an based anime, on an not anime. an anime. Ooh. You know, anime inspired um, yeah. is one thing. Anything I, Japanese could be called sure. anime inspired. You know what I mean? um, yeah. In terms of like my favorite, I, I couldn't even tell you. I, the, the most recent one I've played was they had the Shonen Jump Fighter game. That oh, wow. come out. Jump Force. Jump Force. Uh, not good. Yeah. So I don't really have a favorite. I have played them, but um, I always want them to be better than they are. There's a Dragon Ball Z game coming out that is supposed to be like an action RPG that right. I'm excited for. Uh, but, you know, obviously I haven't played that. So. I don't play many games. Uh, one thing I don't play is fighting games. I can't stand mm. fighting games. So uh, a lot of these games tend to be fighting games. I had the yeah. Dragon Ball Z one years ago on PS2, I believe it was on, mm-hmm. uh, which I enjoyed, but uh, I bought it because it was Dragon Ball Z. I didn't give right. a shit that it was that it was a uh, fighting game. It is, it's almost always fighting. I yeah. don't really... It must do well over in Japan. I'm sure it does well. And then a lot of a lot of times we don't get games over here. They're yeah. not localized for us. So that's kind of the other end of it, too. I guess there's just it's just not financially worth it for them to bring it over to the States. It's probably when you deal with, uh, you know, canon and stuff mm-hmm. like that, maybe it's easier just to have a bunch of people fight each other than to create a story. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's probably... I did play... Um, I'm, I'm a classic... I don't know if this is classic or not, but I'm a cheap ass when it comes to video games and I refuse to pay money when they first come out. So I mm-hmm. wait for everything to go on sale. Right. Usually it's black Friday. So I bought, it was around Christmas time. I bought last year. It was a, um, this is a North star game. Okay. But it was based on the engine that, uh, it's basically based on the Yakuza games. Great games. Or Yakuza. Yeah. Uh, it was a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun with the game. I had more fun bartending than I did fighting. The fighting gets repetitive and boring. But there's like scenes where you bartend to make money. And it's just so fucking ridiculous. It's so weird to me. That is honestly the best game that I've played. It was anime-based. So there you go. That's I mean, there perfect, was a Robotech yeah. game on PS1, but it yeah. wasn't great. I know which one you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. 
No, that's none of them. They're rarely good. Yeah, it's basically like their uh, company makes a game, they pay for the license, they put a license, slap it on there, and they're like, now it's Robotech. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, I'm sorry that I couldn't come up with a better answer, listener. Well, favorite. That was it. It's subjective. That it. right? Yeah, that is true. I don't really have one. I'm sorry. We do appreciate the, all the questions. So thanks yeah, again, thanks. guys. We Thank love so answering much. them. It's fun. That's it for this week. Keep watching summer shows. Yeah. Anything else? I, I agree. Time? Oh, I thought you were launching into your. Man, you fell asleep <laughs> yeah. there for I me. Fell for a I fell asleep for a little bit. You. It's so hot. It's like 95 degrees <laughs> in this room. <laughs> thanks for joining us this week. Uh, once again, Please uh, share us with your friends and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at NewTakuCast. Send us questions and requests. Our email is NewTaku2019 at gmail.com, and we'll talk about some of them on the air, as we just did. Listen to us on Podbean, Apple, and Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify, and please subscribe and share. And until next time, I'm Jim. I'm Frank. And sayonara. Sayonara. Sayonara.